Yo, this is V, my name. Well, don't worry about all this. This is specific. This is nothing nefarious. This is just a podcast on writing. This is a writer's room. It's called the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds Podcast. Under the moniker Spikey Bebop. S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P. I am... Basically, what, what is this, like two years in? So it's like an anniversary for this podcast series. And I'll, I'll come back to you guys with the name of the podcast that I'm going to be guest starring on. But it's really a dope thing to look at how I started until now. And uh, anybody else listening, this is just, you know, if you listen to it and you're just in a car or something like this. It's not a tree hugging, you know, kumbaya, sit in a circle type deal. It's more or less like a charge to an artist, uh, to another one, uh, exceptionally, or future artists, to understand what it is that they're doing a little bit better from an obscure artist himself. And this is like a template. So if you go to an app or something and you have preset buttons and you download the preset buttons, then this will be the writer's preset. <laughs> You don't have to download an extra wand or pen or something like this or an extra pad. You can just listen to it on, you know, Spotify or something like this. Soon to be Apple. I got to get on iTunes again. It's trippy when you get off iTunes and you, you swear that you're Android. They remember that shit. So they're like, oh, no, no, you can't get back on. You previously forgot your password. And I'm like, wait, what? Um, dang, I don't even remember that password. That was like years ago. And then all the prompts and all the password questions and shit be like mad. Like, <laughs> anywho. Yeah, so anything that I say is an opinion and based off of my opinion. I grew up around great opinions and great thinkers and great speakers. I didn't even know it until like I realized it today. Uh, looking back in retrospect, and I'm more appreciative of that, and, you know, a difference of opinions, but then, too, you know, people standing on their word and their actions, and it was a really cool time period just to see, you know, because I came from not a sheltered environment, but, I mean, you could basically say if anyone was sheltered, you were just indoors, (laughs) like, you know, chilling, playing video games, and watching the world turn, I was kind of like that kid and didn't start doing things until later on. And from there, you know, it led me to these people who spoke and we were smoking weed. Uh, Obviously, when it was illegal, what, ah, 2005 or some shit like this. But, I mean, the, the cool thing about it was that I got to understand who I was as an artist, as a personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was pushing towards this thing, this itch of expressing a creative story. And so I just would tell someone about it and be like, hey, man, I'm going to make something. I want to write something. I want to do this, this, this. And, you know, it it always starts with that energy and that that fervor for someone to feel excited to do something. And they tell their friends versus immediately being shot down by their friends and being like, man, man, you can't do that, man. No, no. It started, I guess, since back then, once again, me looking back in retrospect of me starting to separate and sift through all the energies that I needed to help health-wise and then psychologically-wise 
you know, understand myself and then understand other energies and how they played off. I, I needed to wake up in that aspect. But the thing is, is that I was appreciative as an artist because the best thing that I always know, even if somebody's on the internet, I know how an artist beats up on themselves. Regardless of how many likes they have, regardless of how many followers they have, regardless of how much money they have, uh, the humanistic or just to be a human and to have, you know, a stream of consciousness, uh, that that's kind of not a shared experience, but one could easily, you know, identify with someone who said those things about themselves. And all artists share that before, you know, releasing their material or is this good enough for, oh, other artists have like this, this know-how that they know it is. And, and that's a different level of confidence, and I attribute that to personalities and just raw talent. But, you know, I, I came from, and I know the parts and the journeys of, you know, and the self-accolades that go along with it before anybody else, you know, gives an opinion and before you release your material. Uh, it, you kind of want to take that as a, a way, and I did it so that it would take the sting away from all the comments and to take away from anybody else, you know, saying anything else that I could ever even conceive of. So I sat down and thinking of all the infinite possibilities. And now, you know, <laughs> there's this breath of clarity and, you know, freedom to do what I want to do creatively because I'm not hinging off of the opinions of someone, good or bad. Uh, I always attribute it to just in how intricate and uh, to a different level of thinking that I've, you know, given my, my, my pieces. Just because you finish a, a material or you finish a set project does not mean it is over. Uh, you could still go and, you know, check something and change something before it's released and even after it's released. That's how certain artists have like different parts and part twos and threes because their mind is constantly working. Uh, you could definitely inevitably see the differences in artists uh, and musicians and how they go about their creative process. And that's why I'm on this podcast series, you know, showcasing mine, because it's not a, a correct or wrong way to do it. It's just, you know, saying something and then doing something are two different things. <laughs> the, the, the saying is fun, you know, like, saying you're or are self-declaring your your inner self and yourself hears that loud and clear exceptionally if you declarize it uh, to someone but the action of the things that you know people don't see but vicariously look for in you is the the work ethic and putting in this mm, what would you call sustainability and bringing something it's not even not sustainable but um the word is is like a relatability so that they can readily identify your work out of many hundreds of thousands of them and so i i take that to heart you know with being who i am and being quite humble and i started you know telling people my story just via word of mouth like I would just say it off the top of my head and that's how I started writing. I was just like, Psh, man, this character did this and they did that and they did this, 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 that, that, that. Do, 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 do. And that's the beginning of the story. And like people would, I guess they wouldn't think of it as just like 
a pitch or something like this. But I just wanted to see it if it was, you know, what their response would be. And I did this to, I don't know, it was a lot of people I didn't know. And I always got positive responses. I always got, you know, a sense of curiosity. And there was never a point where someone didn't understand, you know, the psychological aspect of the importance of memories. Uh, memories or the brain and the synapses and the thinking uh, that goes along with the imaging, you know, the sounds, the, the smells and all of the senses are essentially what artistry kind of correlates on many different aspects and they humanize it or romanticize it, <laughs> the, the experiences. That's why you have different subjects and different genres. But for me, you know, I, I can't go off and say that I have a PhD in psychology or sociology or even behaviorism. I just like reading books. <laughs> I, I, I like, you know, Wikipedia searches where I, they go on endless scrolls and I could just smoke my weed and watch TV and then just get something reiterated to me. You know, someone mentioned a new term that I haven't heard of before and then I go on an endless scroll down a rabbit hole to figure out, you know, why this is important. A prime example of this is what I'm about to do today is uh, Stein, S-T-E-I-N, I believe, or I may be butchering the spelling. Oh, spelling bees don't come for me. But I, I remember, you know, I went to a, 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 well, not remember, I remember this show but I saw Stein earlier today, and, and it's no reference as to a name, but it was just, you know, in a, a specialized field to a building. And I, I watched this show, and it was an anime called Stein's Gate, S-T-E-I-N-S-G-A-T-E. -E. And I remember, I remember that show, like it was so fresh, and it kind of blew my mind on the concept. It wasn't a horror, it, it was kind of like a psychological thriller. And at this time, you know, it was what I believe what in the latter 2000s or something like this and I, uh, probably what 2014 maybe I think this was released or 2015 but there was the time traveler's wife and that movie I remember was released and I was watching that in an endless loop because you know how when you watch it on TV all the major subscription shows always show everything and like uh a scheduled loop or something like this so they'll play a movie one day and then they'll play it again the next day but anyway I, I, I watched this and I remember Steins Gate the, the story was really really trippy and um, I, I, the, the level of going through and investigating you know the meaning of words and how they correlate to others is kind of a general sense of how I look at everyone's interaction with the internet nowadays so if somebody's mentioning something, if it's a new abbreviation, if it's a new slang, if it's a new anything, you know, somebody's inevitably going to go to Google, Bing, or any of their search engines and then instantly type it in. And, you know, in the form of protection and the form of, you know, just sense of literacy, it, it's a really cool thing to see in real time because I... I pff, it, I'm not saying that you, you can't not, you know, develop new ideas. That is never the case. I'm saying that when you look at how, you know, these revolutions in yourself and how things are presented to you creatively, you know, you haven't even asked for it, 
but you just instinctively go with intention and, and like, hey, I want to, I want to do something new today. I want to do something new today. I want to do something new today. I want to see something new. I wonder if there. Was, and then you know, you you get those ideas, and this is one of them. I'm so totally going to correlate a story in my book from an influence from Steingate. And I know it was a very trippy story and I'm, you know, I'm not going to butcher it. I'm not going to, you know, ruin it for anybody either. Uh, definitely if you're into uh, suspense and a great anime. Not a lot of people mention Steins Gate though. Like, that's the thing that trips me out too. But we ain't going to get into how much people actually get into a genre versus like, you know, scratching it. Just be like, ah, I just like the popular stuff and... What's popular right now? Let me get some more of that. Like, nah, nah. Like, we're the ones that stay up late at night, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., watching anime type shit. <laughs> like, you know, Yasha was, that was like the second run on the midnight run. You feel me? Like, where the ones with the, the episodes of Lupin the Third, where you were supposed to even hear what they say, curse words and stuff. And I think it was another show that was on there. There's a couple, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Hajime no Ippo. Just random shows. But yeah, I, I feel that I want to... Hold on one second. Have the character kind of, you know, if you've ever seen the movie Memento, go back and in, you know, in a reverse way to solve something that he was trying to, you know, do. And once again, spoiler alert, I ain't ruining nothing from Steins Gate. You, I'm not even going to tell you the premise of it. That's how cold that show is. It's so good. But I just want to, you know, base a character or a group of characters off of this. And, you know, the psychological aspect of things. And I'm never one to just gloss over it. And, you know, like, hey, this is self-diagnosis hour and this is what people do when they have this no 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 that's why i like science fiction because you can make shit up <laughs> and legitimize it by it being make-believe but for me i wanted to mirror you know or parallel certain things with humanity and the characters, obviously, I want to impact and once again, you know, reiterate how important memories are because you'll sit down and you'll think of something and the person that experienced that same thing will be like, no, that's bullshit. It didn't happen like that. That's what you remember. It happened like this type deal. And so that's how you get a difference of point of views or different perspectives and even as a kid, like, that tripped me out because I'd be like, wait, what? And, like, I would be experiencing something with a family member and they'll be describing something in a whole, like, exaggerated format. And, and my format was definitely 3 and 2D. Like, I was like, wait, what? No, it didn't happen like that. It happened like this. Like, and then, you know, a person will inevitably correct themselves because of it. <clears throat> memories right we we gravitate towards the things that you know literally happen and the things that we wanted to happen versus you know a sense of reality and and the things that have there's no feigning ignorance but i definitely have my characters doing this uh to solve these things like they're actively going out and getting shit done <laughs> like so 
I already have like these characters who are like investigators and so people come to them with memories and uh, that nobody in like all of Celestial in the entire world has that job but these guys and they basically are almost solving impossible cases just because you know people are coming to them and be like hey I remember this there's a the can you go over here and see if this person's still here? Uh, well, sure. We can you bring them to me? Like all this different type of things, bringing trinkets back, just important things that memories weigh so heavy with. And, and I'll go into it a little bit more, and I've talked about it, but I, I'll reiterate it again, again on the next podcast series. So this is V, aka Vernon English, once again. I'm I'm just chilling. This is what a new year. Uh, two-year anniversary for me so I'm, I'm definitely excited definitely going to speak on that and get into uh a more of where we're going in the next three years now so this is dope uh thank you so much hit the subscribe button peace